Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Lockdown Flames. The Flames are now 4-1-0 and after completing the three-goal comeback in overtime against the Carolina Hurricanes, thanks to Tyler Toffoli. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me in a Monday edition of Lockdown Flames. And make sure that you're subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts. I'm here for you five days a week, Monday through Friday, and of course, where uh, you can find the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And before we jump into the game recap, I do want to kind of clear the air sort of. uh, If you've spent any time on the internet this weekend, you would know that there was a clip that went very viral from uh, the Golden State Warriors show here at Lockdown Network, at the Lockdown Network. And I just want to say that I wholeheartedly disagree with everything that they've said. I believe that, uh, you know, the Lockdown Network prides itself on being a podcast for the fans. Um, (laughs) It's something for, you know, it's for the fans, by the fans, and that's kind of been the policy for as long, or the motto for as long as I've been here, and it's quite disheartening to hear uh, the show, one of the larger shows on the network, kind of uh, talk down to people who aren't credentialed or that have fans on the show or their friends on the show that are very knowledgeable in the sport. And I just want to say that uh, Locked on Flames is, again, by the fan for the fans. And there are some really exciting things coming up for us here at Locked on Flames. And I look forward to it. You know, whether you're credentialed or not, you are still a valid content creator. And your worth does not, uh, you know tie into how connected you are in the industry or how hard, uh, how many downloads you get. I think that that is something that is so silly and uh, very, very goofy to put all of that, you know, to die on that hill. And I'm very sorry if that was kind of rambling. Uh, I just don't understand why someone would say that. But anyways, let's talk about the flames. (laughs) Three minutes into this thing, right? Tyler Toffoli holding out for a hero, secured the Flames two points in the overtime game winner against the Carolina Hurricanes. The fight to get there was not easy. If you watched the game, you're probably nauseated. I got home from work like 20 minutes into the game. Not That's a lie. It was like closer to like the middle of the first period, I guess. And I was just very um, concerned, to say the least. (laughs) The flames fell behind early. And, you know, it was just not something you want to see, especially against a very competitive team like the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, you have to think about, okay, if we want to win, you know, they fell down, fell behind two nothing and, or yeah, two nothing. And then, uh, you know, 
you have to think like, okay, like we need to score three goals to win. And that's, that's not always easy, especially when you have already fallen behind by two goals and you're not scoring any. So you can talk about Markstrom all you want. And we're going to talk more about him uh, coming up in the show, but I don't think that we need to focus on his ability to stop the puck. I think that uh, some of this does reflect on Rasmus Anderson. He had a very rough first period and, you know, uh, Kadri was able to bail him out along with Brett Ritchie and my God, Brett Ritchie must've been listening to this show and said, I'll show her, right? That's how this works. <laughs> but I don't think that it's necessarily something that we need to put too much energy into and start to worry. It It's a game in October. And, you know, of course, every point matters along the way. But I feel like October is, is again, a trial month. You know, you're shaking the cobwebs off. You're, you're figuring yourself out. This team has a new, pretty much new lineup, and they need to just – find that chemistry again they have to figure it out and there there were absolutely moments in this game and the buffalo game where i was thinking the things i would do for johnny gaudreau to be on this team right now still and that's you know and i think a lot of fans are are kind of just like oh well he's like miserable in columbus with like one win and uh like three goals yeah and you know what that's okay I just, I don't know. There have absolutely been moments where I think the offense has been lacking and I would love to see a Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau dynamic. I think the th- I think things for the first line really need to start heating up. And with the Flames having this few day rest between Saturday and tomorrow's game, I'm hoping that they were able to get some practices in and really figure out some chemistry or something with that top line before things go downhill. (laughs) But again, we are still in October. There's plenty of hockey to come. And, you know, we just have to shake off these two tough games you know obviously the Carolina game wasn't a loss but that Buffalo game was horrific and something we just never need to discuss right right okay great I'm glad you're all nodding along in your car or wherever you're listening to this but again we're still early in the season there's plenty of hockey to be played I don't think that we need to stress too much about it I'm hopeful for this team as a whole and it's harder to find that that hope when the expectations are high and the team is not meeting those expectations. And coming up next, we are going to talk about a player who is not meeting expectations. And again, why we just need to take a few deep breaths and recenter ourselves. But first, I want to talk to you about our friends at Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. With 24/7 professional monitoring, the Simply Safe agents call you the moment a threat is detected. 
Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors in every room and to, de to detect motion uh, and HD security cameras for inside and outside of your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no place like Simply Safe. Thank you all again for tuning in to Locked on Flames and making the show part of your day. Uh, we have some very exciting things coming up, so make sure that you are hanging out and uh, subscribe so you don't miss the news. And you can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts as well as YouTube. Let's halt the brakes. Let's pull the e-brake or slam on your brakes, pull the e-brake, throw the car in park on these overreactions. People are saying just some very nonsensical things about Jacob Markstrom. And I think that it is funny. Not funny, haha, but funny, have you watched hockey? Sort of, you know? I think the expectations have been incredibly high for Markstrom since he signed his contract here in Calgary. And he's going to be fine, okay? The first season, he he was good. The rest of the team, not so much. And then last year, he was phenomenal, okay? And this year, is starting off on a shaky note, which is why I think fans are uncom not uncomfortable, but they're nervous. It has them on edge a little bit, right? Last, Let's take a look at last October. He had a 9, 9.57 save percentage with a 1.33 goals against average. All right, see... That, that's pretty good, right? That's I, I would say that that is stellar and definitely explains how he finished second in the Vesna Trophy voting behind Igor Shesterkin. But through four games, through four games, he has a 2.93 goals against average and an 82 save percentage. Is anyone else looking at those numbers and thinking, by God, that is David Riddick or Cam Talbot. I just, you look at those numbers and you you don't feel too great. And I get it. I get it. But this is not going to be a long-term thing for Jacob Markstrom. And I would bet all of my money on that. Because some players just start the season off shaky. All right? Tuka Rask, notorious for having horrible October starts. Notorious. But once you find, like, some players just have, like, this block. And it's nothing that they can truly control. I just think, you know, getting back into the rhythm of things may be an issue, or they just aren't playing well, or they're deep. Like, there's so many contributing factors that could be this. And I'm not going to sit here and speculate why Jacob Markstrom has uh, nearly three goals against average. Like, that's not that's not what I'm here for. But I think that Jacob Markstrom is someone that holds himself to such a standard that he knows 
that this is not going to be a long-term thing. And anybody who has watched Jacob Markstrom play hockey knows, or quite literally any goaltender, any starting goaltender, you watch them, you know, do these ups and downs throughout the season. Sometimes players start off rough. And sometimes they start hot, and then they they plummet a little bit, and then they plateau, and then they go back to where, like, their peak performance. And that is the nature of the game. You are not going to have a goaltender. Realistically, you're not going – 32 teams are not going to have a starting goaltender that is playing at their best throughout the season, like throughout 82 games or however many games they're starting. Sometimes you just get crapped on. And that's okay. Sometimes that's the wake-up call that you need. But like I said, Markstrom is not the type of player to allow this to affect him uh, deeply. I think that he's one of the players that just lets things roll off his back. And this is not going to be a long-term issue. I, I promise you. So let's figure out how to take some deep breaths. Center ourselves, head into the rest of the month with a positive attitude. You know, I think we just need to recenter ourselves and put on some relaxing music and just be like, ah, Jacob Markstrom will be okay because he always is. And that's what we're going to do, right? And the other thing about Markstrom is that he holds himself to such a high standard that you know he will bounce back. And I don't think that he's a player that allows himself to get into his head. Like I said, it's four games. Four games. It's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. If this was, you know, maybe October, November, in parts of December, then yeah, I would probably be like, do we have a goalie controversy here in Calgary? But we don't. And stop trying to create one. Okay? Great. Coming up next, we are going to preview uh, this week ahead in Calgary, and I think it's going to be a great time. Thank you all for hanging out with me at Locked on Flames. I appreciate you, and make sure to follow me on Twitter uh, at JessBelmosto. And you can follow the show at LO underscore Flames Pod. The Pittsburgh Penguins are coming to town tomorrow. They are 4-0-1 so far this season. No regulation losses, which is pretty impressive if I do say so myself. The Flames have been resting since Saturday. They're all, you know, I guess there was snow in Calgary over the weekend. So I wonder if any of them took their kids to play or their dogs out to play or anything like that. But, you know... This is the second half of a back-to-back for Sidney Crosby's led uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. They're playing Edmonton tonight, which I think will be a good game. I think that the Flames will have their work cut out for them. That's you know very obvious. I think that uh, when you look at when you look at a team uh, that's won the Stanley Cup in the last five to seven years, I think you have to really look at the Pittsburgh Penguins and look at how they have remained competitive over the years, uh, even if they haven't necessarily made it back to the cup final since 2017. Wait, they haven't won a cup since I started covering hockey, like, more closely. Am I the reason for 
the Pittsburgh Penguins curse. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Just kidding. Um, but no, I think that, you know, when you look at any of these teams, you have to look at how they've sustained themselves. And I think that the Penguins are an excellent example of that. You know, they were able to bring back um, Malkin and Latang, And they're still a good team, clearly. Like, through five games, they don't have a regulation loss. But right now, they are without Jake, uh, Jake Gunsel, which is a huge loss for them. Another 40-goal scorer on the team. And they... They've been playing really well, and I think uh, if you listen to Locked on Penguins with Hunter, you will know, uh, you know, what you're getting into with them, and I think it's so important to really appreciate the longevity that the Penguins have had. And I'm, I'm almost curious if the Flames could do something similar when the time comes for them to win the Cup right? But this week, and like I mentioned, they obviously square up against the Pittsburgh Penguins tomorrow night, and then we are off until Saturday, where the Flames will host the Edmonton Oilers at 8 p.m. Mountain Time, and I am so excited for this. Y'all know that Battle of Alberta is something we take very seriously around these parts, and of course, my friend Brett at Locked On Oilers is always amped up for these games. And what's beautiful is that both of these teams are very competitive. I am just looking at the uh, Oilers stats now. And, you know, Connor McDavid has 10 points in the last five games. Connor McDavid has five goals in the last five games. Leon Dreisaitl has six assists in the last five games. Rasmus Anderson is kind of on fire. And while he he does need to catch some heat for the silly mistakes he makes, I do think we need to show our little buddy Razzle Dazzle a little extra love. Uh, you know, I think that was rough on a lot of these guys, and I think this is going to be his year. I think it's going to be Dylan Dewey's year. I think, you know, they've got a lot of good things ahead of them. I'm looking forward to this game against Pittsburgh tomorrow. I love when East Coast teams come to town. I think it's just so funny when they get there and a lot of teams or players are just like, yeah, like it's, it's really loud here. It's really loud. Stadium is quite literally built on top of you, so I, I would hope it's loud. Um, and then, obviously, we're going to talk throughout the week of Game recaps, we're going to talk more about Jacob Markstrom, probably take a peek at Dylan Dubé and uh, his projections for the year. Milan Lucic is finding himself in the headlines again, so we'll dissect that. And of course, Battle of Alberta previews. Who doesn't love a good good Battle of Alberta? And thank you for tuning into Locked on Flames. I would not be here without the fans of this show and the opportunities that I have uh, been given and had the doors open for are not possible without you. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you all tomorrow with an official game preview of the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Calgary Flames.